Hey everybody, this is John Summers from Grizzini Interactive. Coming to you today with another episode of Community Talks. All right, guys. Well, we're really happy to have you guys here today. Uh, first, a little bit about Grazidi. If you're new to joining our podcast, uh, Grazidi Interactive, right? We're a digital experience partner with over uh, 650 technology experts servicing over 1,000 customers to date, right? So some of our top customers, places like Google, Marketo, Credit Karma, Velocity, you know, Zora, name a few that come right to the top of mind. And uh, where we really try to shine in our expertise is around Salesforce, communities, social, and analytics. And uh, today, really talking to focusing on the community side of things and with community talks. And uh, we're going to be uh, focused about selling the community. And we're super lucky to have two guests today. So from <laughs> we're really happy to have from Okta here. We have uh, Phoebe Venkat. Uh, I'll let her tell you a little bit about her history, but she's got an amazing background: Facebook, Salesforce, ADT. It's it's a very impressive. And then back again, returning guests, we have Jeremy from We Video. So he'll be able to, to, to share a little bit more about himself uh, when he gets my himself. So uh, Phoebe, thanks for so much. I'll start out with you. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about your, you know, background and maybe like how you got started in communities and, you know, a little bit about your current community? Sure. Hey, John. Hey, Jeremy. Um, thanks so much for having me on. I'm Phoebe Venkat and I'm currently at Okta, um, identity management software company, and I'm running their customer community strategy. And yeah, how I got into community management, it's interesting. Um, for quite a while in my career, for the majority of the beginning of it to the middle of it, I was uh, working in marketing, communications, and focused on employee communications. You know, I was, I was that person writing those articles, popping them on the SharePoint site, and hoping that employees were reading them. Um, a lot of them weren't. <laughs> they weren't interested. So I realized I needed to pivot to a career and a role in which I really could help people's voices be heard connect people to each other and ideas. And that's where I guess I stumbled into community management, but I didn't really. I think it was something that was already inherent in me as a, as a passion. So I'm really privileged that I get to do this for a great company like Okta, and we have fantastic um, community ecosystem. But I've gotten to work on consumer community at uh, Facebook and have, was part of the Salesforce Trailblazer team and that was my first experience with enterprise community. So I'm happy to be here today. Thanks. Nice. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about your, uh, your current uh, Okta community. Yeah. So the strategy, actually, uh, it's, a, it's a portfolio that we have. It's uh, a big crown jewel of it is our help center. And it's, the name is very clear, right? It's a help center online in which customers can go file their cases, access knowledge articles, chat with each other in Q&A groups. Um, they can also have uh, discussions and look up product documentation. As part of our portfolio, we also have an ideas platform off of the help center, and that's where customers go and submit ideas. We also have some of our employees submitting ideas as well, but they submit ideas on how to make our product better um, and what's missing and why they need it. And they prioritize their ideas in there. And our team works with product management to get ideas reviewed and hopefully prioritized as needed. Uh, another part of our community strategy is also our developer forum. It's important that we um, 
take care of not just the admins in our community, which uh, which they are the majority, but developers are a big reason why we're able to innovate because um, they're the builders as well. And the last piece of our portfolio is our social support. So we have a Twitter presence and also Facebook presence. And part of that is also the uh, app store reviews and rating strategy that we have. Uh, that's uh, a lot going on over there, but it, it ties in a lot to what I've been researching and doing, uh, working a little bit on is really you talked about social support. And then I've really been trying to say, well, we can change the term a little bit and encompass a lot more. I think when you hear social support, it's just about that support aspect. But yeah. I've been trying to change the term to social care and Social care can incorporate more than just the external sites, but also your community as well. Mm -hmm. It's about engagement. It's about making sure that your customers, your prospects and partners are are happy along that customer journey. And I think, uh, you know, we can take from what we learn from social support and how that is working at scale and start to apply that to our communities and other platforms. We're going to, yeah. gain some of the same benefit. That's a good point, John. You know, um, social, sometimes that word can be a blocker for people. So you don't want to uh, turn away anybody who maybe is unfamiliar, doesn't think they're good at quote unquote social. So I think a better way to think about it is just the community strategy in general at the high level. Mm-hmm. And then you have the different yeah. destinations and ways to interact, whether it's on Twitter, whether you want to file a case and be done with it. You want to look at articles, chat with each other, meet in user groups. We have different flavors and experiences for what people need. Yeah, it's that uh, 360 customer view, right? It doesn't matter where they're at or what they're on. We should be able to kind of interact with them, right? Yeah, spot on. Great. So, hey, Jeremy, how's it going today? <laughs> I'm... I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So we heard about last time we heard a little about your community. You know, maybe we can dive in a little bit deeper on some questions about you, about maybe what are some of the challenges that you're facing today with your community and and maybe how you've seen communities evolve over your career? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think that for me, I come from a background of uh, grassroots community organizing, nonprofits, and campaign work. That's where I started out my career. And also was a teacher in China with the Peace Corps. And upon returning to the US, uh, discovered the technology industry here in the Bay Area, which happens to be where I grew up, and found ways to scale those experiences. And I'm fascinated by how we mobilize and leverage the value of a networked customer base. So some of the challenges I've seen um, throughout my foray into tech, and I'm, you know, at this point, five years into uh, working in different technology companies, is justifying and aligning um, the value of community initiatives and also uh, clarifying what the purpose of the community is and how to define community. I feel like the challenge with the word is that it means something different to everyone. And um, it's kind of a constant um, process of reworking your roadmap, pivoting based on what the leadership needs 
and fostering those behaviors in the customer base that uh, generate value for the business. So, you know, and in tandem value for those customers. So I'm super excited to actually be hanging out with Phoebe and you today because, you know, given the level of volatility and change happening in every industry right now, I think there are a lot of ways that we could get together and brainstorm solutions. That's great. Yeah, I think communities are ever evolving and that's one of the powers of them, right? That it it is always evolving. And and if you're able to evolve with the trends and the changes, then you can keep your community growing and being sustainable. But uh, one of the other key parts of keeping your community sustainable and successful, especially in the enterprise, is uh, support for your community and your platform and your programs that are running that. So we had a great lunch the other week. Uh, we had uh, some DoorDash and a Zoom meeting. And you know, out of that conversation, we really started talking about this concept of selling community, right? And I know over my years, I've had to act as the salesperson within my organization to try and go get, I don't know, product development to get on board to do ideation or in the beginning, just to get support, you know, to, uh, answer questions on the community, not through a ticketing system. So I really wanted to dive into it today with you guys talking about, you know, what selling community means to you and, uh, you know, how you're addressing that today with, you know, detractors, supporters, you know, key factors for success. And, you know, how do you go about getting that support? So who would uh, like to start us off there? Do you want to, Phoebe, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'll take a stab at it. Um, I think- Great. The elephant in the room or on the podcast is that sometimes sales gets a bad rap, right? And I think that at the time of my career, when I learned to embrace that, you know what, on top of being a community builder and strategy, I am a salesperson. I'm really proud of being someone that can sell, that can weave a story and a narrative together to get people moving, to get resources. That's important. Um, So that's just the first thing there is to embrace that title and not to view it like you're that creepy person opening a suit jacket trying to sell uh, watches or something, right? You're someone who's serving a purpose there to get, it's a means to an end. And I would say one of the first tips is really understanding where your company is going, where it currently is. And that's what you want to craft your narrative around and your metrics and your data story around. So instead of trying to apply the same kind of, you know, you might hear another friend and community that's doing something Um, exciting, and you might try to squeeze that into your strategy, that may not be the right approach. It has to be tailored. So I would say a lot of the work before you actually begin to sell and package up the content you're trying to deliver is really understanding your business end to end. And that will make you a better salesperson and a better strategist. Yeah, this is some... uh... Great, uh, great tips for sure. What, uh, what, what about you, Jeremy? What are your well, first intro- thoughts on selling the community? Yeah, and I would say I went through kind of a similar journey working with different sales organizations and supporting from a sales enablement perspective of, especially given my background, you know, the sense of um, prioritizing relationships and kind of protecting the community from sales they, they aren't mutually exclusive. And I think that there are actually 
what I've learned is that when you have a product that fits a need and folks can get it for a price that fits their budget, well, that's a huge win and you can drive a lot of good through that. So I've also learned to love every sales team I've worked with. Um, and I think that there's so many ways that marketing and community um, and even all functions can get behind um, embracing customer voice and getting involved in customer facing programs. And there's a list of different, like these buckets that I have been always um, referring back to that I, I learned through uh, the CMX network, which is a network of community professionals. And I mean, they're really main drivers of value in um, branded communities for software companies tend to be, you know, retention of existing customers, adoption of a product, brand visibility, um, product insights. So kind of like Phoebe described at WeVideo, we also have a product feedback board um, and then external engagement. So awareness and like generating new leads and then internal engagement. So engaging your employees and having them advocate for the brand and the workplace. So I think um, that framework has really helped me. And then understanding, okay, so this company is more focused on brand visibility. How can we find a solution, a platform, and develop programming that helps them meet that goal? Or this company really needs to drive retention and is focused on customer success and um, generating that recurring revenue. How do we work on, you know, support and success content that's delivered in an engaging and interactive way? Um, so those buckets have really helped. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. I've always, uh, tried to tell people that the more people from your company that you can get engaged in using your community, the more, your community will talk to you, right? So it's a direct reflection, right? So, you know, I think that's one of my jobs is really trying to get other teams involved in the community in some way or some fashion, connecting one of their business objectives to uh, and having a some sort of a solution for that or, you know, a solution for that business objective on through the community platform, whether it's self-service ticketing, whether it's engagement through user groups, it's a, but uh, getting the support from those, those other uh, members are, are key. So Phoebe, you know, do you have any like tactics when you're, when you're going after say a new team or, or a new group that you, you really feel that should be using the community or is under, under utilizing the community? That's a really timely question because right now we are working with some of our customer facing teams, in particular, our CSM customer success teams, and also our support team. And we're running a quarter long uh, engagement campaign just for them, where they're going to be able to engage with customers in the community, learn more about the community so they can be better advocates. And they're also going to earn some points, get a little swag. But the most important thing is that they understand how to use it because that's how they're going to, they're going to continue to sell it. Right. I need to make sure that it, it can't just be my team and I selling that they're going to help us sell in turn. And I think that also makes me think about when you are a salesperson and traditionally you can focus on, okay, I'm in enterprise sales. I only sell to companies of this size or I'm in small startup sales. Being a community leader, you actually have to be able to sell across around everything. So I need to be able to 
well, now I'm not running into anyone in the elevator, but when I run into someone on a Zoom or we're chatting about something else and they're asking me what the value is, ad hoc, I need to be able to understand what they're looking for and talk to that employee and get them um, excited about the community while at the same time be prepared to uh, present executive level you know, um, updates on the community and asks. So I think it's being really um, situational, right? And being prepared and not feeling like you build one PowerPoint and that's the thing that you go to with everybody, with every team. You've got to make it feel like you are the, they're the only team you're talking to at the time, right? And that's what good salespeople do. They make the customer feel like uh, that there's no nobody else out there. Oh, that's, you know, some more great tips about just, making them feel important, making them feel like they're part of the community. I think that's what we want to do to all our community members, right? We want to feel a part, feel inclusive. And, you know, I think once people realize the insight that they can gain by connecting with the customers and the return on their investment in terms of renewals, sales, leads. I had a, a buddy over at uh, Pure Storage. He was Proving uh, social se- uh, selling, uh, you know, so actual sales attribution dedicated to social activity in an enterprise setting, which I thought was really cool. And you know, one of the first times I've heard someone able to attribute, you know, actual sales to social media posts. Yeah, that that makes me uh, think of something, John. In that you really need to tailor your language. It's not just situational in your approach and your demeanor but the language and the content you present, right? So if I'm talking to someone who's like a PSM leader, um, they're out there with the customers every day, I need to understand what are their goals? What are their pain points? How do I help them do their jobs better, right? So how do I, how can the community help them scale themselves so that they can actually be that strategic partner to the customer a lot more percentage of their time than hunting and pecking and looking for articles and things like that? For sure. So, Jeremy, what any uh, last things you want to say about really selling community or empowering your, you know, your coworkers? I think that's the real topic: is how do we empower our coworkers? And, you know, any tip out there for the other community managers on how to really mobilize your workforce on on around community? As you've seemed to have a lot of experience around that. <laughs> yeah, I would echo a lot of what Phoebe said in terms of using the language of the different departments and what, um, you know, metrics, what goals resonate with them, but also understanding that um, you kind of have to role, you kind of have a role to play in terms of cross-pollinating and helping build that empathy and those connections, even internally as you're having these strategic sessions um, across the company, because there are ways that when sales better understands the mindset of a marketer or when customer success um, connects better with, um, you know, let's say finance, who knows? (laughs) But um, the ability to build those relationships internally, I think benefits and remove some of those silos that can develop, especially in larger enterprise environments. So I've seen a lot of success with, you know, even developing internal committees so that, you know, different requests from different departments are surfaced transparently And um, everyone's aware of how each part of the business is engaging with the customer base on the various community uh, platforms and programs that are available. 
more great more greatness from you guys <laughs> so it's always amazed me you guys are doing some amazing things and jeremy I guess I'll, I'll leave you yeah. what was that jeremy Go for it. called out empathy and um cross-pollinating that is so true your unofficial job is also to be that community manager for your colleagues right they are also busy running trying to like serve our customers meet goals that we are people that see across the business end to end so when we are chatting with one team we kind of learn what they are doing what they need and we're able to kind of bring uh bring those ideas to other teams and it's really surprising sometimes how you you might be that connector that they needed that's so so true right jerry yeah the, the community manager always played it's like, it's like they're like the ultimate party host right they know everybody they kind of can but a little bit right i know you and you i can i connect this person with that person and make them feel at home so i think if you extend that kind of in-person feel to your online community you can you know really see it grow Okay, guys, I think that's uh, we're about, uh, done enough for that today. <laughs> Want to thank you, uh, you know, so much for joining us, uh, you know, today. Uh, so uh, let's do uh, Jeremy. How can uh, people follow you again? And uh, what if you're doing anything you want to shout out right now? Or want yeah, a lot to? of the the customers that I manage um, and have built community for right now are educators, and so. I'm active on Twitter more as a result of that. I've had to grow my my Twitter and get involved there. They're kind of like a big segment of the Twitter users um, in the education space. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, my Instagram is available to follow. Um, definitely on all the various social platforms. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and what's your uh, what's your site again? It's WeVideo.com, right? Yeah. So WeVideo is, and I don't think I I explained what it is. We are um, an online video maker that um, is sold to personal business and enterprise, and also um, education users. And uh, your community site is it just a community that WeVideo? Yeah, it's uh, creators.wevideo.com. Great. Creators.wevideo.com. Great. Phoebe, what about you? How can uh, people connect with you? And is there anything that they should be looking out from you over at Okta? Sure. Um, So Okta's site is obviously Okta.com. The community, uh, the help center is at community.okta.com. I'm active on the Twitters as well. Pretty active, I would say. Uh, You can reach me there. It's my handle's Phoebcat. P-H-E-E-B-K-A-T. John, you can put that in the notes, maybe. Um, yes, for sure. Yeah. And I'm in groups, industry groups like CMX, uh, Community Roundtable, uh, Fever B. So those are great places for us to hang out and meet up, too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. If you're next uh, CMX, we'll definitely, I'll be uh, there for sure. I think we all will, right? Hopefully. It's yeah. so fun to always run into Phoebe and you know John, and we're all just like, yeah. yay. When party hosts get together, it's like a meta party. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell, tell <laughs> me about it, right? <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks so much, guys. Let's run the outro. Take care. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining another episode of Community Talks. It was really amazing having Phoebe and Jeremy in the studio today. You can follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn over at graziti.com. Check us out. Make sure to come check out new issues of new uh, podcasts as they come out. 
blogs and also make sure to be on the lookout for our community AI manager that's in the works that's doing some really cool things. Have a great one.